Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So Julie, believe it or not, is still in Cannes. Uh, We are doing another transatlantic episode. Is that the right jargon for that? Um, But we have a lot to get into. The royal Instagram situation is getting out of hand. So many of you have sent us comments on this. We will discuss. Yes. And Kate debuted her garden and has really upped her Instagram game. We have have a lot to dissect. But... Let's uh, move on. Let's move on to our pals, who you're very close to, proximity-wise, sort of. You should hop on to London after. (laughs) Harry and Meghan celebrated their one-year anniversary over the weekend. I guess, Julie, we both forgot to celebrate it (laughs) in our respective... Cities over the weekend, but we were in spirit saying happy anniversary to the couple. Yes. Um, Megan got out the video editing software and spliced together this sort of, I don't even know the right word for it. It's sort of a montage video that spotlights uh, never before seen behind the scenes photos from the royal wedding. It's not notably a slideshow it's not like a carousel on instagram you have to watch it as a video uh so it's set to music which is their recessional song from their wedding the photos and julie i'm curious if you have the same feeling that i do here they're actually pretty um not intimate but they're kind of funnier than i thought they might be like you see one of harry and william looking up the staircase when they're walking down you see um, the uh, Harry's assistant, I guess, is who the Daily Mail identified it as, who hands Megan the flowers. So you kind of, she picked them well, or he picked whatever. The cup, the get together, they picked them well. But it was definitely not the kind of thing you would ever have seen the Royals do ever before. I, I mean, the montage creation of a kind of behind the scenes photos. But I feel like Megan has been really reading the comment cards after the whole Christmas photo debacle, Christmas card, where it just seemed so cold and impersonal. Mm. This was a nice follow up to kind of yeah. counterbalance. There was that. A, there was a sweet one of her and her mom. There was one of her and Charles entering the chapel. There were not any of the celebrity friends, which I thought was. A choice, a clear choice, because I feel like you didn't see even Jessica Mulroney, who was her kind of de facto maid of honor. You didn't see the Cloonies or any of those folks. No Kate, right? I don't think so. I don't think Kate was in there. Um, But the Prince Harry's assistant really got her moment in the sun because there's that like kind of photo that's almost just of her handing the flowers over like glowing. And I did kind of a deep dive on her because she dates or is married to the former spokesman for the palace. So there's this like whole, we've talked about this before, but the like intrigue of all the kind of like people who work for them and their staffers. I love that there's this whole Downton Abbey style (laughs) downstairs romance. That's so good. And like judging from all the reports about the wedding preparation, that is the least that that (laughs) assistant deserved after what she went through. I can only imagine what was that. That woman needs a six part HBO (laughs) docuseries about her the week before the wedding. Um, 
<laughs> I, and then this got some raised eyebrows. I don't know if it got that many, but I'm going to kind of... I think it got a few, which is that Harry attended a wedding on Saturday, the day before his anniversary, solo, which was... Yeah, Julie's given a slight smirk, so I think she kind of agrees with me that it's like a little curious. Um, it is. And it was Gabriella Windsor, who is the daughter of the queen's first cousin so it's not you know it's not necess- it's not even it, it's it's a loose relative it's um, not a first string relative <laughs> no um and and it's just kind of a odd thing because it was at the same location as his wedding to megan and i know that in the royal circles these things aren't there's not that many of these venues that you can do and that like i mean even just the groom that gabriella windsor married is an ex-boyfriend of pippa middleton's like there's so much kind of like crossover that happens that maybe it's not that crazy but it's just kind of i don't know this was his wedding anniversary weekend the same venue and he just had a kid what two weeks ago so you know a little bit interesting Pippa went as well, but no William and Kate, no Charles. The queen attended in this kind of like hot pink outfit. I thought she actually was really, that was a good look for her. It was a good look. And I just love the boldness, the audaciousness to, is that a word? Audaciousness? (laughs) To come in in that hot pink look. Yes. Like fiery. (laughs) I can't wait to, I know. I, I feel like that's definitely, like, you know how like, Kate's always worried about upstaging the bride, so she wears like the frumpiest gray tone, right. whatever. Like this is, could not be more the opposite, and it's the queen. I know. Have you ever worn a hot pink? I don't have the confidence to pull off hot pink. No, but I feel like that's a good move to do. If I ever really want to like get at someone passive aggressively when I attend their wedding, maybe I'll try something like that. Like, really steal the, pull the focus. Um, but I don't know what I could do that would possibly do that. Um, do you think it is fun to go to a wedding like this? I couldn't tell if it was, like, a work event, if he was going almost to, like, like maybe him and William did a, a text back and forth to figure out which of them was going to show up to represent the family. Because otherwise, it doesn't seem, I feel like most people, if they can avoid going to a wedding of someone they don't know that well, they avoid it. Right, I know this just doesn't feel like a, a fun situation. I don't Especially know. when he knows that so many eyes are going to be on him at that event. Mm. It just seems un- inherently awkward to be such a high-profile person going to the wedding of a lesser-profile person when all eyes are supposed to be on them. And then the only other we haven't seen any more. We haven't seen Megan, obviously, or Archie, but um. Doria was photographed back in LA. Uh, so she made it was a quick trip in London. I just think it's interesting. She doesn't, I mean, there's clearly, it's not like we know anything really about her relationship with Megan or the psychology, but you'd think she, if I were her, I would just use this as an opportunity to like chill in London for a while. But right? I know, I'm just kind of surprised, I guess. I don't know. Um, and I'm still mind blown that we haven't heard more from Thomas, from mm. Tom, in the, in the days since this birth. I imagine the palace has him locked in some sort of like Jodie Foster style <laughs> panic room. <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I <laughs> I love that visual. Also, we have to watch this weekend, Julie, is the new Lifetime movie on Monday night, I believe, right? Um, Monday nights, yes. So Yes, I'm trying to get us a screener so we can watch it beforehand. Whoa. And yes. We'll do some we'll do something. We'll tweet. I think last year we live tweeted or did or recapped on the podcast. But there was a scene that they debuted the Thomas Markle scene. It wasn't like a trailer, it was like a teaser scene, like a two minute scene from the film that they released. And it was wild. It makes the first movie look like a plaintive indie movie. Like <laughs> it is so off the wall. Like at least in the scene, like Megan is breaking down crying. Like Thomas is on <laughs> Thomas is on the phone. It's just so intense. Like they ratcheted up the drama for this next movie, I feel like. I'm so excited. Okay, so that happened. The whole anniversary, the kind of really big sort of, here's going to be our 10 behind-the-scenes photos or however many it was, 14, 12. But while that was happening, Kate was on her own journey. And was it ever a journey? She, We talked for a while ago about this garden that she had designed for the Chelsea Flower Show Um we knew that Kate was involved in the planning with these two other architects. And I didn't realize, I don't know, Julie, I just didn't have a sense that it was going to be this glitzy of a rollout as it was. But I feel as if Kate pulled out every stop you could possibly pull out to promote this garden. Um, right. And it started with, I was at a wedding on Saturday and I texted Julie this photo with like, I don't even know what I wrote with it but she posted on Instagram it was her on this swing and she's kind of wearing like workmanlike jeans and boots and a flannel I was not prepared for the casual wear that she was it was so opposite of the Kate we know it just seems like almost a weirdly staged moment but I want to believe that it's organic and that's just Kate's finally letting us in but it's hard not to wonder whether Megan's Instagram game has inspired her well that's what I was about to ask you do you feel as if somehow Megan even sharing that photo of Archie's foot or doing a little more to let people in has kind of rubbed off on Kate where she feels like now she should be doing posts that are a little bit more less formal less structured like me on this weird swing Um, This is this is Kate raising Megan like video footage of her three children running barefoot (laughs) around some dirt. And it's just like we've never had anything like this. And all of a sudden we got we got a full on Annie Leibovitz style photo shoot of the kids in this garden. So that came out. so, So so the timing was kind of interesting. So that Kate photo was Saturday. Then Sunday morning. The world woke up <laughs> to the Megan Harry photos. Then Kate got the photos of her family at the, uh, I was about to say park, uh, at the garden up. 
And there, there's like so many of them. You see Charlotte and Louie on the swing thing. There's one of Charlotte and George dipping their toes in the stream. It's um, very cute. They're side by side. They're very um, almost um, Renaissance painting looking with all the greenery and sort of the with the clothes they're wearing. and Because just, they're still wearing their sort of formal yeah. like Peter Pan collar style outfits with like the hair perfectly done, but without shoes on. And I just, I don't know. I guess the, it's all to promote this garden, but then part of me, it also was broken up into these three different Instagram posts where each of them had maybe two photos in it. So definitely was almost like social media optimized. I felt it was not what I'm used to. It seems to me like the last time, I guess, since Megan posted that feet picture, it's like... <laughs> that it's upended like, things. <laughs> right. It's like Kate and William hired the Olivia Pope of like social media people. Because this is just, it seems to me like a completely a 180 and strategy and access. Yeah. It is like definitely, it's funny though, because I feel it's definitely more personal, but it's definitely still feels staged to me. You know what I mean? Like I definitely, you can feel the posingness of it. And I feel like Megan's, uh, the Archie photo feels much more like Megan literally took Archie outside, handed Harry the camera and was like, take this of me right now. You know what I mean? Like Megan's Megan's such a natural at this stuff. I feel like based on the TIG and her old, you know, her her legendary uh, Instagram account that was since taken down. Whereas I feel like Kate comes at it or the, the, I mean, partly it's because they're like in line to the throne. I guess they probably have like the PR teams looking at stuff in a different way, but like it definitely felt a little bit more like a orchestrated thing. Right. Because even when they released the video, which how was that on the Instagram feed or no? Yeah. The 20 out of 10 video. We have to talk about that. Because Kate and William, as much as they're having fun and interacting with their kids, there's just, they always seem on and a little rigid. But it it was kind of remarkable to me that they included the video of, I think, is it Charlotte who's like running around? She says, ooh la la. (laughs) Yes. And then... (laughs) And then my new favorite feedback, which we have to adopt somehow, which is that the William and George conversation where William asks George to rate the garden, which imagine that pressure of this is like your mom's like pride and joy that like she's been spending the past like, God, it seems like years planning. And we should note this garden is kind of wild with the swing and the tree house and the stream. Like I'm imagining it to be like uh, like a Disney World Epcot. Like, no, but beyond that, it's like a full-on <laughs> forest. I want to zoom out to see how this yes. is staged. I know. Yes. I, I need more context for the the garden. And if, if any of our London listeners can uh, visit it and weigh in for us, we'd love that. I love a voicemail that just really breaks down the garden because I'm yes. I'm not getting the big picture of the garden. I'm getting the kind of close-ups of the different elements. Right. I'm getting the feel. I'm getting, because Kate's talked about like her ambition here. <laughs> I mean, has anyone ever been into anything as much as Kate is into this garden? Like, I wish there was something I felt this passionate about. <laughs> um, I mean, so then George was asked what, he ha- how much he gives it on a scale of 1 to 10. And he aced this, Julie, I think. He goes 20 out of 10. Well, right. Do you think they had rehearsed that or do you think this was like... Ugh, ever the conspiracy theorist. Um, 
I do not know if they rehearsed it, but I feel they might have had multiple takes. I could see that. Like maybe they kind of had to like, you know, urge him on a little bit, nudge him in the right direction. I know, but he just straight out of the gate. Yeah, so 20. 20 out of 10. Like, is there anything you would ever give that rating to? But it's like they were doing photo ops at every possible, like, station in that garden. Don't you agree? Because there were the photos of them, like, roasting marshmallows, them on the swings, them at the creek or whatever it is. That creek also. Like, where is that creek coming? Where does it start? Where does it end? Like, what what happens in it? Um, There's fish in it too, right? Oh, my gosh. I don't know that. I thought so. Okay, so then, I mean, this is all basically a build-up to my new favorite, I think. Well, I keep I say that every what? week. But my, one of my new favorite royal anecdotes, what were you going to say? No, 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 you're talking about the Queen's yeah. arrival. So, well, earlier in the day, before you get to that, Kate welcomed a group of school kids <laughs> to the Back to Nature Garden. Yeah. And I guess she was kind of explaining to them what the garden was or what it meant. yeah. And she showed them like the little campfire where they toasted marshmallows. And this is like the only pull quote in this people write up. But she told the kids, I love the smell of smoke. It's great, isn't it? Which isn't that the most insane quote? Like, Wait, that's what she said to the school kids. Yes, the pyromaniac <laughs> princess. I love the smell of smoke. I love the smell of smoke. Also, is not how I want what, what not the words I want to hear when I'm in a garden filled with like greenery and trees. Um, right, but she was wearing like sneakers and culottes. She's really kind of pared down her fashion game mm. for this whole garden. Iteration. Okay, but later in the day, sorry. To so, interrupt. no, that's like a very pivotal moment that I didn't, hadn't even read about. So, Kate was waiting for the Queen's arrival. And I love that this is like, um, I've never even seen this show, but the British baking show that people love is just like everyone waiting for the Queen to come and weigh in on this garden. I can't believe this garden has been weighed in by, by George, the Queen. Like, who are they going to bring in next to weigh in on the like legitimacy of this garden? So it's like, like they're going to bring over like every politician world over. So Kate waited for the Queen's arrival. This is from People.com. She nervously inspected her garden, picking up leaves and twigs that had drifted onto the walkways, hastily putting them into her handbag. I am just this visual of Kate scurrying around the garden to put twigs into her purse before the queen arrives so that they won't blemish the garden. What and it's a garden. <laughs> Can't you just like throw them over? Like I know it's like this pristine. It's almost like yeah, a garden's meant to have twigs on it, isn't it? Isn't that meant to look like lived in and kind of whimsical? Anyway, she then called over one of her aides to hurriedly hand over the bag with the offending rubbish. And where, what happened to that bag? Can that be put on eBay? Like, I need right. that bag with the, with the errant twigs in it. <laughs> no, right. that, twi- some- that bag was removed from the premises faster than um, Thomas Markle from a conference call. I don't know where <laughs> I'm going with that. Okay, the prep seemed to be worth it as when the queen approached the garden, she said to her entourage, it's very tidy. That's the only words I've seen of what the queen said about the garden. Do you think Kate was happy with that feedback from the queen? It's very tidy. 
I don't know if tidies <laughs> like translated into British means like beautiful, <laughs> lovely. Right. Like I just feel like if designed. I made this, if I had like put my blood, sweat and tears into this garden, like Kate did. And then <laughs> the queen's feedback for you is it's very tidy. Tidy. But from the queen, is that like a ringing compliment? That's what I was the only thing I was thinking. I feel like she doesn't dole out the compliments with much, uh, you know, I feel like it takes a lot to get her to give you some good, kind words. Right. I don't know how to take that because I I don't know. What do you think? You or me would be like bold. Over, we would not know what to do with ourselves with that <laughs> feedback. I mean... Again, the ambulance would be right there with the stretcher for us. I mean, but then, then I was thinking if she's kind of like doing uh, this bizarre like vacuum cleaner style twig removal, maybe she knows that all the queen cares about is the like auspices of cleanliness. Right. So, like, tidiness is the highest kind of uh, noblest pursuit to the queen. Anyway. This is bizarre. Then Kate said proudly, all the sticks are from Anmer and the children collected the pine cones. So, it's like, she's really giving George, Charlotte, and Louis their credit on this, which is sweet, I guess. It is sweet. It is sweet. I'm interested. I'm curious whether our listeners will visit the garden. I'd love to hear some firsthand accounts. They're just really putting such a PR push behind this. I know. And then this just, it was interesting to me that the kind of two different press arms wouldn't be in touch or was it a coordinated effort to have all the photos of the family go up the same day as Meghan and Harry's slideshow. It just felt like that's a ton of kind of, rare quote-unquote royal content that you wouldn't normally even see in a given month that came out on the exact same day it's hard for me to hear about this the social push and not think back to last week when you mentioned that megan and harry were quickly approaching kate and williams like number of followers yes and the daily mail did an incredible detailed back and forth comparison breakdown yesterday of like each Instagram post, like how they each kind of are like mirroring each other and they're trying to assess like who's winning between the two. Of course they made it into a competition, but, um, what was the outcome? They didn't really, it was, it wasn't one. I thought it was getting more like points given to each side sort of thing. Like I wanted a victor. It was less that and more just like a comparison. They didn't really say at the end, but they showed how much the followers for the, Sussexes have gone up and it was kind of wild. Like wow. each time they do anything that's kind of even remotely uh, buzzy, they get like a million new followers. Like it's kind of crazy because they're just growing so fast. They're going to pass the Cambridges. It's going to be weird. Right. Okay. And then I think as a last little note, we want to mention the Queen really doing a lot this episode, going to that wedding in hot pink, weighing in on the garden. And I just love this little queen anecdote julie she went to visit a pop-up shop for sainsbury which i guess is like a grocery store and rebecca english who's a great royal correspondent for the daily mail who's always on the kind of like uh, appearances with them she tweeted a video and she said the queen was introduced to the concept of supermarket self-service checkout tills today, which like who put that on her itinerary for like a pressing matter? <laughs> like I don't even want to be confronted with checkout tills. I get so stressed out by them when you have to like swipe your own, you know, toothpaste. Anyway, uh, 
and the queen immediately wondered if it was possible to get away without paying for some groceries. <laughs> you can't cheat them? She asked Sainsbury manager Damien Corcoran. How incredible is that quote? That I they're mean, showing the queen the self-checkout option at a grocery store and her first question is, you can't cheat then to the manager. I mean, I mean good good question. I've always wondered that about those two. I just love it because she's in her perfectly tailored monochrome outfit, this mint green. She has her little handbag, her gloves. She's walking in. No one, like, she, you can't picture her at the self-checkout. No. And then for her to kind of, like, roll her, like, kind of be curious about what's even going on here is so funny to me. And also, like, if she had Beyonce's, like, documentarian (laughs) rolling out her Instagram, I feel like she would beat Megan and Kate with these, these, like, catty remarks. Yeah, she has all these witticisms. And then, so the manager told her that many people like the convenience of being able to do it themselves. I'm sure they do, the queen said. Everybody wants to hurry. I mean, these insights are, like, from, uh, I don't know... A British comedy that you would like. I know. Mr. Conqueron also showed her how some shoppers pay via a mobile telephone app, which like, I feel like he was just spiraling and didn't know what to do. So he showed her the app because like, why would you do that? And then her response to that was, that's an interesting tool, she remarked, which like actually is kind of seems like high praise from her. (laughs) I mean, I guess, right interesting tool the garden looks very very tidy tidy. i know also i feel we haven't really heard much like this much from her i feel like we're getting a lot of quotes i know i would totally watch a series where they just take the queen to really unexpected places and she remarks on them like a casino where else would you take her i mean definitely (laughs) somewhere a little more I don't like just the fact that I just can't get over that this was on her schedule for some reason. <laughs> like they're like, oh, we're going to take you to see a self checkout at this grocery store queen. And she's like, okay. Yeah. And like, as you said, dolled up to the nines. Right. I love all these, the tidy, the, um, you can't cheat then. So these are all really great. I want them all in like matching, um, like napkin sets or something. Same, same, same. All right. Well, I guess we have a lot to look forward to. Julia's going to return from Cannes soon. <laughs> Someday. God knows when. It's going to be like five months from now. You're still going to be in that same Airbnb. <laughs> and let us know your thoughts on all these Instagram action. I feel like that's all the, where it's all happening now. Instagram. Yes. Do you think it's yes. going to be... I almost wonder if there's going to be like a burnout with all this Instagram posting. At some point, do you think they're going to have to like tone it down? It just feels not, like... Not just yet. I feel like they're still going to ratchet it up. They're going to find ways to try to outdo each other. So I feel like we have a little bit of time before it flames out. Uh, yeah. And we will all watch together the Lifetime movie next week. We'll let you guys know. Yes. Yeah, like, do you think they're ever going to do an Instagram live? Are they going to take it that far? Maybe they'll do Archie's christening, like some sort of Instagram live. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I would be, I would, that would be the thing that brings them into, because they haven't passed the Cambridges then. Right. All right. That does it for this week's episode of In the Limelight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review, check us out, comment, all of that on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. 
Now you can reach out and leave us a voicemail as well. That number is 347-790-0966. Also feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm at Jay Duboff. We're also on Instagram at In the Limelight Pod. This episode was edited and produced by Brett Fuchs. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. And until then, no, no bad, bad energy. energy.